Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1888. What is Reverse Dieting? By Ashley Ann Laurie with freeformfitness.ca. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Hey there, happy Monday. Thank you so much for being here and welcome back to a new week of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook. And with that, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. What is Reverse Dieting? By Ashley Ann Laurie with freeformfitness.ca. Have you ever thought about how restricting calories could be a stimulus for the body? The simple act of dieting causes the body to make adaptations so it can handle fewer calories better. This is partially why we end up losing weight and our appetite changes when we diet. This is also why when the diet stops, many of us find ourselves back at our original weight. Here, we'll take a look at how calorie-restrictive diets are affecting us on a biological level and how a concept known as reverse dieting could help us avoid ever dieting again. Why prolonged caloric deficit is bad. Our bodies have an incredible way of keeping us alive. There are systems and processes built into our biology that protect us from dying without us even realizing it. The immune system is an obvious example of this. Our fight or flight response is another great example of how the body will do whatever it takes to help us survive. Dieting, more often than not, refers to the restriction of calories, restricting our bodies from the one thing that gives us the energy to complete many of these survival functions forces the metabolism to adapt accordingly. If we feed it less energy, the metabolism slows down, making it work less because we are consuming less. This is all well and good when we're following the diet. Ever heard of The Biggest Loser? This famous show took those with obesity, brought them to The Biggest Loser Ranch, and put them through a 30-week weight loss program with regular televised weigh-ins, nutrition challenges, and incredibly difficult workouts. The finale was always really impressive, juxtaposing the contestants' current bodies against an old, much larger pair of pants. According to a published New York Times article, quote, after The Biggest Loser, their bodies fought to regain weight, end quote. 
After the show was over and the coaches were gone and the contestants were brought back to their normal lives, they gained most, if not all, of the weight back. A team of researchers recently looked into The Biggest Loser and its season eight contestants and discovered a few possible explanations for this. What they found was that the resting metabolic rate, the calories required to sit on a couch and stay alive, of the contestants slowed way down at the 30th week of the program on the show. This makes sense as they usually restricted their calories to about 1,200 per day. After six years, the contestants' resting metabolic rates did climb, but not to the rate it was prior to the show. So although many of them returned to their previous weight, they now were burning fewer calories throughout the day. Researchers also found that the leptin levels, a hormone that signals satiety and is linked to fat mass, did return to normal levels after the show. Although the leptin returned, the participants likely and potentially unconsciously returned to old eating habits. Although their leptin levels rose in unison with their fat mass, their resting metabolic rate was still less than before. This could be one of the explanations for their weight gain. How does this apply to those of us who are not on The Biggest Loser? We need to understand how calorie-restrictive diets change our bodies on the inside. Knowing that our metabolisms are slowing down as a form of adaptation is key here. Does all of this mean that we are doomed to a lifetime of dieting and regaining the weight back? Not necessarily. How to reverse diet. The key here is that our metabolism adapts. If we can manipulate our body's ability to adapt, then we may be able to protect ourselves from post-diet weight gain. In the physique and bodybuilding community, they know calorie restriction all too well. In order to get stage ready, many of them restrict their calories extensively to get as lean and cut as possible. After competition, many of these athletes experience a post-competition weight gain. In order to control the weight gain and retrain their metabolism, some of them have taken on a refeeding regimen known as reverse dieting. Reverse dieting is the systematic reintroduction of calories into the diet to repair the metabolism and encourage metabolic adaptation that will lead to a more sustainable daily caloric intake. Emphasis on the word systematic. Reverse dieting can be more tedious than prep dieting. First, you need to know how many calories you're eating on average per day. Tracking these meticulously over about one to two weeks is necessary prior to starting reverse dieting. Once you know how much you are consuming per day, then you need to get comfortable weighing yourself regularly. Every week or so, you will reintroduce 100 to 200 calories per day. Weighing yourself regularly is essential here because you want to watch as your weight goes up and then stabilizes again. Once your weight stabilizes, then you can introduce another 100 to 200 calories. Minor weight gain will occur throughout this process, so it's important to choose an amount that you're comfortable with gaining before you start this whole process. After all, gaining a small amount of weight is much better than either continuing to live in a calorie deficit or gaining weight in an uncontrolled manner. This slow incorporation of calories over time gives your metabolism time to adapt and realize that you are no longer in starvation mode. It will slowly but surely increase to a point where you can be eating closer to 2,000 calories a day and are still lean. Who it benefits. Reverse dieting is a meticulous process. It requires prudent food tracking, frequent weigh-ins where you may see the number on the scale rise, and above all else, patience. We live in a world where we can have so many things immediately. You'll have to fight that mentality through this. 
Reverse dieting will be especially challenging for those of us who associate the number on the scale going up as a bad thing. In this situation, seeing it rise and fall is a healthy part of the process. It may be difficult at first, but over time, you will establish a new and healthier approach to the number on the scale. This is why reverse dieting is best used for individuals who are ready and open to see a little bit of weight gain for a major metabolic and lifestyle benefit. Reverse dieting is also best suited for individuals coming off of competitions, people who have been in a calorie deficit for many years through diets or simply not eating enough, and for those who are at a healthy weight but feel they are strapped for calories. You just listened to the post titled, What is Reverse Dieting? by Ashley Ann Laurie with freeformfitness.ca. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. There it is again, tracking our food intakes. That pesky but oh-so-valuable way to help make sure we're meeting our goals. It seems like this suggestion comes up every week or so on this podcast. Why? Well, because it's so darn effective. When we really think about it, we're tracking progress in other areas of our lives too, aren't we? Keeping track of whether our bank accounts are increasing, decreasing, or staying the same. We keep track of our status as employees or students. We want to know what our current job or academic standing is and how that compares to where we were before and how to move up to the next level. We track and tend to remember the fastest way to work, school, and home. So why then, when it comes to our health behaviors, we forget how useful keeping records can be? And if you don't want to write everything down, don't forget there are free apps that will do the work for you. Have I convinced you to track your health behaviors yet? I hope so. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. I hope you have a great start to your week and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.